Welcome to Real Estate Coach Radio, the place you go to make real estate dough. Welcome, and thanks for joining us for another great week of Real Estate Coach Radio, packed with great tips on how to grow your real estate business. I'm Bernice Ross, the CEO of realestatecoach.com and your host for today's show. If you're ready to unlock the secrets of making more real estate dough in your business, Let's get to our guest mentor right now and learn more about how to do it. Now, Bernice Ross with today's guest mentor. Welcome. This is Bernice Ross, the CEO and president of Brokerage Up and RealEstateCoach.com. I'm very happy to welcome one of my favorite SEO experts in the world. His name is Tim O'Keefe. He's the CEO of Spider Juice Technologies, and he has been doing SEO and search and knows the digital marketing place. He's been at it for 20 years. So, Welcome, Tim. I'm delighted to have you with us today. Well, what a great introduction. I'm humbled. (laughs) (laughs) The truth is the truth. Well, anyway, you've got a great topic for us today. It's called Google My Business. And when you started talking about this a couple months ago on your blog, and by the way, uh, if you want to give uh, the people an an address where they can, if they're interested in SEO, where do they need to find you? Because you've got a great service and I find that you're always, you've always got very cutting edge stuff that you're, you know, that I help, it helps me stay on top of things. So if they want to follow you on your blog, where would they go? Well, thank you. And that's at spiderjuicetechnologies.com, spider like crawls. Juice like you drink and technologies.com. And there's a uh, blog section. I'm starting to build out my podcast. Uh, I think I only have one right now up there, but I, I do have a podcast that someone told me the other day that I interviewed. Uh, I have 44 uh, podcasts so far. So those are going to get uh, fed into there also. And it's, it's full of information. And it's information usually that's written so or presented so that you can understand it. I, I'm a coach. I I'm really am a coach. I coach, uh, coach kids for the last 15 years in football and at various levels. And uh, so I, I want to meet you where you are at instead of making you come over to my side and geek out and, and fall asleep and all that stuff. So it's, it's, it's good stuff. It's easy to understand, I think. Well, that was one of the things I was really excited again about talking to you about is because you really make this stuff, you know, really stand out and make it simple. So let's talk about, first of all, before we talk about Google My Business, there's actually two Googles right now, and most people aren't aware of it. I mean, they are on some level, but could you explain what you mean when you say that there are two Googles? Yeah, Google, gosh, it's been a couple months now, but Google uh, essentially has uh, split into two results. And technically, it's more than that. But for our purposes, into two results. One is what we're used to on our desktop and our laptop and what we grew up with, <laughs> Google, the Google that we grew up with. And then there's Google for uh, our phones. And so what that means is that uh, they will give you a different result quite often on your phone, just in the way that they present information will look different. It will also not include your website. Here's the bad part. If your website is not mobile friendly and what mobile friendly means is that, uh, you're, you're through technology, you have something that's called a responsive website. Responsive simply means that it, stretches and contracts with the size of the screen. You'll notice that when you 
just if you can take your browser on your desktop and make the browser smaller and smaller, you'll if it's responsive, you'll see it uh, contract down to what looks it'll look like on a on a phone, or just go to a phone and see if it, it's a mess. Uh, but typically, that's that's really important. Just the other day, I, I uh, was looking at a a website on a on my phone of of a potential client, and I let her know. I, I said, "Golly, your your phone number is not on your mobile version. You you might want to get on your web designer about that." So it's kind of kind of a big deal. But we should always look at both versions the uh, the desktop, the the phone, and even a tablet or i or iPad. We should uh, see what the site looks like. But, well, it strikes me right now, one of the big takeaways from this conversation is go look at your website on the phone and then make sure that your phone number is at the top of the mobile version. And <laughs> if not, you need to contact your web supplier and get that straightened out, right? Uh, well, ab- absolutely. And, and understand that this is all about phones. If your site, if your page is slow, especially on a phone, and this is why it, they want phone-friendly websites is people are going to bail because people's attention spans are getting smaller and smaller and smaller by the day. And I I have a word for it. I call it the swipe uh, syndrome. We're, we're, We're trained, you know, if you're on Facebook, and the kids are going to be, oh my God, save this this world when the kids all get get our age because they're they're just not going to have any attention spans because we're training them to swipe, swipe, swipe to the next post, boom to the next post, boom, like it. So our attention deficit is growing, I think, collectively, and so we don't have the attention span to wait to find that phone number that you just said should be at the top of the page. I'm not going to scroll down because the way that your responsive site is set up that it's, you know, five or 10 spaces down below somewhere in the middle. That doesn't make sense. The information needs on, on a website needs to be presented fairly quickly. Well, you know, that's a huge takeaway. So this idea of having it quickly and then having, you know, you want people to call you. So let's talk about what does Google My Business do and why do I as a, why do I as a realtor need to be on it? Well, first of all, I think it's a gift. It's a gift from Google uh, currently, and I also think it's a—it's not a gift. Let's just put it that way. Um, Google My Business typically, when it comes up, you—if and I like to use. Let's get out of real estate for a minute because it depends on what you type in. But if you put city plus bakery or city plus plumber, or just put plumber in your town, you're going to get typically a, a few ads at the top and then a map in that takes the second half of the screen if you're on a typical laptop. The map is of your area, your proximity, not necessarily your city, but your proximity to where you are right now if your phone is giving out a, a geolocation to the satellite. And Google in all their wisdom is going to say, well, boom, there's a plumber, you know, right down the street. There will typically be one to three, normally three companies listed. And those are all Google My Business companies. Okay. Those are, and if you click it onto the map, you'll go to another page in Google, which is the map of the area 
with a giant list of businesses and the business that you clicked over to the side on a panel that talks about it and the phone number and all that good stuff. It is the new digital uh, yellow pages. Google has played with this for, for I'm gosh, I want to say a decade. Um, they originally bought the technology from an online yellow pages company. They played with it. And I think it, its first version was called Google My Places. And it wasn't anything that big of a deal. It wasn't, they really weren't sure what they were going to do with it, it seemed like. And, but it would show up uh, quite often. Uh, you, instead, it was, instead of three, it was seven businesses and a map. But it wasn't nearly as sophisticated as it is now. Why it's a big deal is because Google, in essence, and has even implied and said as much, is they... Unlike the old days where they wanted to get rid of you, they didn't. They they felt it was bad if you came back. If I type in, I'm in Torrance, California, Torrance uh, Plumbing, and in five seconds I come back to Google. That that's called what we call a pogo stick. That's bad. They gave me a bad result. Now they're better off. They feel um, not sending their traffic. They you know they look at it. Uh, to my site, they would rather just hey call, call uh, Tim the plumber, right here from the digital yellow pages. And they don't call it digital yellow pages. I call it that, but essentially that's what it is. And um, and so that's the world they've created. So if they're taking up, if I'm on my laptop, they're taking up a full page with their ads and their three pack. We call it the three businesses on the map. Then I probably, if I want digital traffic, I should start advertising and or I should start um, getting into Google My Business and figuring out how to play in, in that realm. So that's why GMBs for short are, are so important. So what do I need to do to start using Google My Business? Walk me through the steps, Tim. I'm, you know, I'm not familiar with this. What do I need to do? Well, the first thing that you should do uh, anyway, whether you want to do um, Google My Business or, or you just want to do a little bit of a brand check on yourself is type in your brand into Google or versions of your brand. And uh, let's pray to the good Lord that you don't ha have any bad reviews or something that's talking about your brand on, on the first page or the first five pages, right? But typically what you're going to see is a list in order on Google of how Google sees your brand in the order of importance. Okay, so that's number one. Before even GMB, let's, let's look at what Google thinks is the most important things. It, it could shock you that, oh, this, who's these, who, who are these guys? You know, or why is this lame site ranking on the first page for my name? It should be a better brand that I'm on that's showing up on page one. Um, and I'll tell you why that matters in a bit. But in there, you may or may not see your Google My Business automatically show up. Um, if it does not show up, then go over to the maps itself and type in identifying brand names and phone numbers and emails for yourself and see if you come up. If you do, 
claim it. It'll say, do you own this business? Claim it. And uh, so you need to claim it. If you don't, then um, if you don't see it, it's nowhere to be found. And this is going to be quite often with uh, realtors who are, you know, just hanging their license as an agent. They're not the broker of record. You know, you work from home, you're virtual, et cetera. Then go to google.com slash business or just type in Google my business. And it'll probably be the first thing that shows up. Click the click it, sign in, and then claim your address. So, and then you want to fill it all out and then we'll get into that in a second. But the question that probably is next is, well, I work from home. I don't want to give out my home address. Right. And, and I'm the same. I work from home also. What is somebody to do? There are tricks that people do. Um, they really want a location. So a PO box by itself is probably not going to be accepted, although you can surely try. A way around that is if the P.O. Box is at 123 Apple Street and it's P.O. Box 567, you could go 123 Apple Street Suite uh, 567 and now you're actually showing a real real, uh, building as a location. Realtors might say, or, or a lot of companies might say, well, you know, if people actually come to the site, they're not going to find anything. Uh, Point well taken. If you're a realtor, maybe go to an accountant in an office building down the street and just say, can I rent your address? And and if your address is 123, I could say 123B and something along that line and, and, uh, and just rent the address that way. And, you know, hey, I'll pay an extra 25 bucks a month or whatever. If you just, uh, you know, you make sure you tell them, you know, that, yeah, this is my business and, or whatever, not lie. I'm saying, not saying that, but just to direct them professionally that you're always in the field or whatever you want to tell them. They also have these companies. One, uh, WeWork is an example of them where you can actually rent space. They have a dedicated secretary and phone number for you as well as an address. So that's another option that could work really well for you. Tim, uh, what the other questions I have for you, you know, given how competitive it is out there, first of all, most realtors aren't going to do anything with this because there's a small percentage of people who stay on top of everything and most don't, especially when it comes to technology. What can I do to stand out on Google My Business? I'm telling you right now, if you have a business, get on GMB like now, run, (laughs) Um, because First of all, you said it a second ago, not everybody's going to do this. In fact, the masses won't for the reason I just said, and they got other things going on. So those that actually will take advantage of it uh, are going to set them out themselves up for the long run. And there does tend to, to be uh, a thing with Google where age kind of helps. If you've been established on Google My Business, uh, for, for a while and, and you keep adding to it and whatnot, uh, it will, uh, give you a little bit of an advantage. Um, so get on it. It's not that difficult. Um, basically the process is again, google.com slash business. They're going to ask you for your business name. They're going to ask you for, uh, your name and address and phone number and your URL. 
that's what they're going to ask for. And uh, then a number of other things they'll ask for that I'll get into in a second. But they'll either verify you right away or more than likely say, we'll send you a postcard that you have to give us the postcard pin number uh, when you sign back in and that will verify you as the real deal. So uh, that's the process, um, the, the quick and, and, and dirty process. It probably is going to be a postcard that you're going to go through and you're going to um, have to come back in about a week. It'll take about a week. If you don't get it, request another one. So this, uh, time's it, not, this is not a digital postcard. This is a snail mail postcard. Uh, it's old school. Yeah, that's funny, right? It's an old school uh, postcard, which, which is funny because Google is all about digital and would love to find a way to avoid having to use uh, anything but the internet, but they actually do mail it to you. Yeah. yeah. Now, the important thing that, that people need to realize there are, that your NAP, your name, address, phone number, and URL are the same across the web. So if you fill it out at Google My Business and then, oh, I'm online, I might as well go over to Yelp and do that, which I highly recommend, by the way. Fill it out the same way. It's the same name, it's the same address, it's the same phone number, same URL. And what I mean by that is www.website.com is not the same as HTTPS slash www.com slash. Mm-hmm. Okay, so whatever it is, make sure it's the same on your website and on Google and everywhere else, and it will help. Now, as you get full access to that GMB or Google My Business, you're going to want to fill everything out. What, what you do on an, an authority website, which Google My Business is, so you're going to have the information, you're going to have your hours, you're going to have all the normal stuff you might fill out uh, anywhere on a directory type site. And then you're going to have pictures, okay, and lots of opportunities for pictures. So upload them pictures. Uh, that's great. Uh, uh, you can even put in the video. Now, I don't understand why they won't do this, but right now you have to upload the video raw you can't just link it to youtube where all you, you've been told by google to put all your stuff if, if you've been doing it well you can't link that so you got to maybe download that that video uh and then re-upload it into google my business but it's it's nice you know they well, give I you a lot what, of i think what youtube does is, is it creates a standard format and cleans up all kinds of uh, issues that come from people coming in off of different uh video platforms and it makes it consistent. So it's, you know, I think it's just the way that they're controlling things. So uh, to kind of wrap up, what's one final takeaway for us today, Tim? The new social media is Google My Business. It, everybody else is done as far as organic social media. And why I say that is Google, as I said earlier, wants you to go through their site. This, in my opinion, is their social media because I get to do a couple things. I get to share posts. So it's, you might as well call it a blog. They don't call it a blog, but you can treat it like a a blog. You get several words. I can't remember how many. I think it's 300 for each post. In that post, they'll ask you, do you want to share this to Facebook? Do you want to share this to Twitter? Do you want to share it to Google Plus? Um, sure, I suggest doing that. 
And now you have three authority links back to your Google Plus. You're asking me earlier, how can I get better if I'm in a competitive market? This is how. Make sure you post. I suggest even doing it daily. If you blog uh, on your own site, I congratulate you. Um, if you do it consistently, I would say just take that blog post and reference it. Uh, they ask you, would you like to link to something and just link back to your blog post. Now you're building SEO up, hint, hint, because you have a link from Facebook to your Google My Business post back to the original source, which is your, your blog. Um, and uh, soon there's going to be available uh, automatically where your blog will be able to, uh, I'll have that available where we'll, if you're blogging over at your site, it'll automatically go into your Google My Business. Wow. So uh, you're saying what you're predicting then is now, see, I think Facebook and Twitter and these sites are going to have problems because of the chat bots and Facebook is spending millions of dollars on this, but you're saying the real play right now is Google My Business so I guess that's our takeaway for today is that if you're not in Google business, you Google my business, get there and get there now. Well, well yeah, absolutely. And, and just one stat on the Facebook that you said, only five, about five, unless you're advertising, you're only getting five to 10% of all those likes you work so hard for are even seeing what you wrote. Um, so it, it's almost like, why bother? Just use it as a funnel to get them over to Google my business. And again, unless you're advertising, that's a different conversation. Uh, Tim, this has been a fascinating conversation. We've been visiting with Tim O'Keefe. He's the CEO of Spider Juice Technologies and the spiderjuicetechnologies.com. Thank you, Tim, for being with us today. Working Smarter. Today's Working Smarter tip deals with how to score points with your luxury clients. A substantial portion of luxury clients are into collectibles. It might be wine, rare books, Civil War guns, or a host of other items. When you work with luxury clients, be sure to ask if they enjoy collecting any particular type of item. If the answer is yes, ask about their hobby. Also, be sure to make a point of researching what they collect online so you can have a knowledgeable conversation with them about this important part of their life. And on that note, a hearty thanks to our crew here at Real Estate Coach Radio, including Byron Van Arsdale, Dick Maney, Philip Manikin, and Shane Bolin. Most importantly, we're grateful that you've taken time from your busy schedule to join us this week. Be sure to tune in next week when we'll be back with more tools and strategies to help you make more real estate dough in your real estate business. Make it a great day. If you're ready to make more real estate dough, join us again for Real Estate Coach Radio. The thoughts, opinions, and views expressed by the speakers are not necessarily those of the producers.